things that I've always been attracted to when it comes to painting breweries is that craft brewers and artists seem to go hand in hand. that you like lemon it can change the way you eat yeah knowing that the flavor through a beer is enjoyable to you i mean that can change your diet uh, there's a lot of little things that can happen in beer um that really can lead into the rest of your life absolutely uh, and i think that beer is probably oh, yeah. one of uh one of those things that helps people learn about themselves like really and truly mm -hmm. uh, i know a lot more about myself by drinking craft beer I've moved away from liquor. Uh, I've moved away from drinking to get drunk. I've moved away from not having an experience when I'm enjoying a drink. Yeah. Uh, it's more about being pleased and more about uh, having that experience than it is about trying to escape. Absolutely. Um, you know, and again, two awesome. accidents happen. <laughs> uh, <but yeah. laughs> that 10% IPA will get to you real fast. Yeah, you, do, you do find you know, that one yeah, IPA. <laughs> it happens, but... Uh, Here we go again. Hashtag who hit John, right? I right. mean, every time. Last night, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I say, you know, like, overall, that's kind of what it's about. Craft beer isn't, isn't about you hitting wear you over the head with alcohol. It's about... I would, it's cool. educating and it's about teaching you about yourself and where you come from. Um, beer is old world, no matter yeah. how it's brewed, yeah. for, sure. Um, for sure. What ingredients are infused into it, it's just or such anything. A, an original instinct uh, for humanity. I mean, absolutely. I think it's a part of us, yeah. And, yeah. and whether you think it is or not, all of your ancestors drank beer, for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's infused into your genetic system, your genetics, yeah, one way yeah. or the other. It just is. Yeah. And unfortunately for some people, you know, for 10% of the, the, the human population, it, it can be a problem. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, you know, I'm very grateful to have the, the mindset of, um, you know, dialing it back when it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that craft beer is something that showcases the achievements of humanity and where we're going. And where what, we're going, where huh? we're absolutely. Yeah, beer, if you yeah. look at craft beer today, uh -huh. um, and in the last you know five to ten years of where craft beer has developed from, right. I, I really truly believe that it it's a showcasing of the intent of where humanity is is and on think, its way and I think to. It, and I think it transcends more than just like uh, a creative a perception. Like um, if you say, oh well, you know, once the haze craze is gone, then what's next? Well, yeah. it's not necessarily that. It's just like. That one style, or any other style that marked and made an innovation for history, show like Jesse said, shows you that humans want more or want to evolve in that same in that little area. You know, even if it's just beer. Yeah. So that that helps that push that in that sense. I guess it's true, man. It's that diversity, though, right? For sure. Yeah. 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 Well, and there's so many things that like because you think like, and I was the same first as is, it's beer, right? Because yeah. I I grew up with like Bush Light, Natty Light. Genesee, like just the crappiest beer in the world, right? So yeah. it was just beer. You just pounded it and dealt with the consequences later, right? <laughs> but as you start to get into craft beer, and I don't think when you hear about people that um, that that ten percent that do have the problem, they're not drinking, you know, Treehouse um, Orange the, the nah, Julius. Nah, 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 you know, they're nah. not spending. But they started drinking the Bush, the PBR. Right. They started drinking all those, and, and then they can get out of that. You know, so yeah. it's, so it's a bigger, it's just a, it's a bigger problem than that. Yeah. yeah, so it's a bigger problem than just wanting more. It's a, it's a problem of like, <laughs> oh, I can't stop this, or I can't stop that, or I don't want to face this, so I have to kind of pound that twenty-four pack or thirty pack of PBR yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. But PBR is probably high level for them. For sure, yeah. man. For sure. <laughs> and but you know, saying, I kind of. It's yeah. funny. Uh, I saw a quote I the other PBR day at a brewery <laughs> that said, um, "Dear craft beer." Thank you so much for turning my addiction into a likable hobby. Who said that? That's good. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Brewery, but basically, I mean, it really made it boil down to the fact is I also have an addiction, and my addiction is to experiencing delicious right. craft beer. Yes. My addiction isn't getting to the point of where I'm obliterated and I, yeah. you know, wake yeah. up wondering what happened. My addiction is to 
what is that next beer? Yeah. What is that brewery Absolutely. putting out that yeah. next artisanal craft? What is that going to taste like? How is that ingredient going to affect this brew? And I want to see I mean, what yeah, comes I just want to know what my favorite brews right? yeah. Yeah. are yeah. doing and uh, you know what they're up to today. Yeah. Um, and that's my addiction, honestly. And I think that a lot of America is starting to kind of fall into that same like craft beer you know? just need. I'll tell you what, there's a change in America right now, and craft beer does lead one of the doors. I believe it's like three doors. There's like, there's like food and level living and gender, obviously, but um, there's other issues in the country right now that are happening that are changing the gene for sure. What, is, what, what that means that is that we're going to start weaving out the people that are not going to be getting with the changes. So, yeah, if you're a fucking 1998 hardcore you know, double IPA kind of guy. And, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm just going for for the craft beer movement, but if you're that type of person and you get a malt bomb or a, a beer that's just has nothing but crystal malts, you're going to be like, oh man, I've had, I've had a different beer now that's 9% and it just does not taste like this. Yeah. So that kind of like shows you like, okay, well I can weave that out, kind of bring this beer in. Same thing with same thing with America. Same thing with the country. The country is weaving out people that are not going to be adjusting to a future or adjusting to a more political stand like stand you know like a political way so i feel like it does help with the evolution and the growth of the country with time and i do believe that a lot of things are changing in the country because of the time because of again let me go back to the whole uh liking what you eat and drink and not only liking but loving what you eat and drink and then loving yourself and taking that appreciation and saying i'm gonna go for that extra fucking flan not i'm not i'm not gonna settle for this rickety dickety ass fucking Twinkie. Twinkie. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, soup. But I'm saying, like, yeah, but pe- people are changing that yeah. and they're weaving out all the bad things and are, and are bringing in new things. Yeah. And yeah. That's a change. That's a, that's a hardship change. You know, that's what it is. You know, it's <laughs> Jesse fries have arrived. Fries have arrived, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I got some fries. So, a little bit about me, guys. Like, I, I honestly, like, never. You're awesome, dude. Thank you. I appreciate well, this is that. We, we didn't even do a podcast. I know. We didn't even sorry, do it. Sorry, guys. Sorry, no, sorry, it's sorry. Okay. No, it's let's good. restart. Let's restart. All right. Seriously. No, no, we're good. We're, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll start it right here. So, I've got uh, Jose from Finding Arizona Podcast. Yes. I've Thank got you. Omar, head brewer here at Mother hey, Bunch. Man. Yeah. And our guest is Jesse Perry. Mr. Jesse. Uh, Jesse. Guys, how's it going? And Jesse, first off, let me just say this. I go I, I go to work every day on 7th Ave and you know I go up past the highway I cross over and honestly I've never seen art like yours before like to the point of like I've I've lived here for quite some time and I am astounded by any artist who can achieve what you achieve which is these massive pieces that look beautiful you know stand out and appreciates the uh, the kind of environment, landscape, the landscape, the landscape, yeah, dude, the, the, yeah, landscape the landscape that we're here. He's very in. driven by the landscape, so, which is something that I appreciate. Props I, to you, man. Like I honestly love that piece. Like that downtown piece is just honestly, it speaks to me every time I pass it. Thank so, you so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. It was, it's like having a slide at work. Honestly, I really appreciate <laughs> that. It's yeah. it's an honor to have the opportunity to give color and vibrancy back to the city Absolutely. in a way that people enjoy yeah. uh, and a way that, that feeds my soul. Win-win for everyone. Yeah, for sure. Win-win-win-win. Win-win-win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesse, so that's, you're the guest of honor in this episode. Absolutely. Right on, dude. There you there's go. a little there halo go. above my there head. There you go. <laughs> and there's definitely enough beer in my, my 32-ounce glass. Yeah. Thank God. There's Working not on much it. left, actually. I'm going to need another. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I, the first time I met you was at the, um, we did the, the first Fayuca Rising. That was the can release, Ooh, right? Shout out and to Ralph and Francisco. Right on. Who? <laughs> Okay, I love no, no. I love I roll the shout outs roll, come out because I don't know these guys. I roll, I roll, I roll oh, deep for you know, Fayuka, dude. I roll <laughs> deep. Like I said, I did seven years in the in the music industry. Oh, that's so right, I roll deep for you guys. Fuck yeah. Yeah, for you guys shit, okay. man. What's up? This Number is, one choice. I, I only had one I had a list of one when I started when I was like, I need theme music for my podcast. Dude, I know for you when one. we used to play in the like, backyards, <laughs> yeah. like backyards in Santa Maria. Yeah. Up in like sixteen thousand in Lower Bucket. Like I know I'm like that deep. And that's awesome. Francisco sold me my first VW bug. So I mean I go deep, man. Yeah, man. Nice. That's 
it's awesome. Yeah. Dude, that's so What's cool that, that you circle? sold you your first bug. Like, yeah. Fucking two shifts only, 72, uh, <laughs> low window. I'm also a car guy. <laughs> I don't even know what he just said. Honestly, Was that German? Like, yeah, uh, people I know are going to be like, oh, You shit. know. Yeah. You know. But it's like, it's it's really cool when you see these kind of guys, like, when we're, what we're doing today is just really astounding because to have different people, diff- different people from perspectives like art or different walks of life walks of life like it's just really incredible because you don't you don't see that every day no and i i i'm a testament to that because no, bro you don't see that every day <laughs> i get a chance to uh, see that do. every day <laughs> you, i mean you guys no, are so god, amazing I think, I think god that i get to hang out with people like jesse jesse somebody you know walks around and i know who he is maybe not like to the mainstream but i know who he is like, in, in the streets and i'm like yeah. dude Fuck yeah, man. Thank you so much. So it's always good to put a face to the IG page, too. Always, yeah. (laughs) That's true. Well, I think a big thing about the way that the art community connects to so many other areas of industry and community, I'm very blessed because every day of my job is a new day. I work with different companies every job, so I'm learning something new all the time, whether it's learning about brewing beer or learning about... The hotel industry or learning about you know doggy daycare or whatever (laughs) it may be um you know there's always a a fresh aspect to it but one of the things that i've always been attracted to when it comes to painting breweries which i've painted three by the way uh is that craft brewers and artists seem to go hand in hand they have a particular attention to detail uh, attention to dedication to their craft passion behind their work willing to put in the 16 18 22 hour days and not feel like it's tearing them down like it's a loss like it's a loss it doesn't feel like a loss it feels like a gain it feels like like a success when you pull through a day and you've earned that day um i mean and, and and part of it comes from simply being in Arizona. Um, yeah. I was born in Prescott. I come from the ranch community. My father was a logger. Um, nice. Straight up. Like, I know what it's like. How many generations of your family? Have- many. Many? Okay. Many. Um, you know, my grandfather was in World nice. War II. That's nice. how my grandma and grandpa met. She was, uh, uh, he was a pilot and she was a, a mechanic. Well, my, my mother's side is Native American. So My, my wife's my, Native American. Nice. My, like, my tribe's here in Arizona. So I grew up here mostly and what tribe are you from hopi okay hopi cool. tribe up north and uh i came down here for college and just never left <laughs> yeah. uh, az is my spot and i was born here uh my mother was very attracted to az culture and it was something that i think as children we rebel against anything that is put in front of us so i really rebelled against yeah. the az culture and it wasn't until i tried to move out and why I had is all that these though why is that though Honestly, I think it's the human spirit. We mm-hmm. want to achieve not something be, outside of what we're them. told what that is right. Right. Because the majority of people fall into that. Into that, everybody falls into that line of. Unless you're at the, the culture. Well, well I think that's too. Like you know, you, yeah. you look at brewers. Like beer is looked at. I mean, when you really break it down, beer is looked at as a negative industry. It gets people drunk, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. when you look at craft beer, that's not a negative. That's that's an artisanal part of yeah. the food industry yeah you know so you it's break, really about it delineating yeah, yeah you got to break things down yeah um you know you look at budweiser that's the party mentality you look at any commercial about budweiser and it's about partying it's about getting the girl it's about getting the car mm-hmm. craft beer is not like that craft beer is about living your life and that is the same thing about what about what art is about mm. Art is about expression of like what it's like to live life. Now, sometimes the paintings are more mundane. They're of the individuals yeah. that are looking out the window at the open ocean on a gray day. Sure. Sometimes they're much more colorful with bunnies and cactus and rainbows. Where, where rainbows. Do you, where do you, you put Bob Ross in the, in the mix of this? I love <laughs> Bob Ross. He is a father He's epic. of He's artwork. Epic. He's epic. Dude, there's not a day that goes by that I just I wish that man was. Thank still you, alive. Netflix. Yes. Um, Thank you, Netflix, okay, for putting so there's, all the, Literally, there's yeah, two. He's, oh, he's on, on Netflix there, he's right on now. There, um, there's two people yeah. in the art world that mean a substantial amount that were alive during my time of being alive, uh, and that is Bob Ross and Jim Henson. Those two yes. people yeah. changed the way that I thought about achieving artwork. Yes. I didn't have somebody 
when I was a child telling me, you can be an artist, you can be successful at doing what you're passionate and thing, about. And the thing is that there's two different worlds colliding, even with Jesse and every day and myself as well. There's two worlds colliding. There's the art world and there is the business world. I mean, at the end of the day. Well, and we will get to that. Okay. Hang tight on that. Okay, so I'll <laughs> tight. We're on okay. inspiration. Let's split an earmark on I'm that because we're almost there. That's another section to get to. And that. That is a big section. Sorry, we will get okay, there. You know, we will get there. A real but, but really, it's about inspiration. Um, and that's where, I mean, that's where the craft beer comes mm. from. That's where art comes from because people aren't born artists, they're born sponges. Bob and Ross they was are, like a military guy, and then he got into exactly, art, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, Jim Henson as well. He was actually but in you the know military. What the that's, that's, that's discipline. That's Bob Ross doing that every day. Yeah. But Jim that's Henson was also in the army before he became yeah. who he yeah, became. Absolutely. So look it up. Well, let's let, let's say let, so. Let's backtrack a little mm-hmm. bit. Like w- like early art, right? Early as a child. Like how? When did you realize? Hey, three years old. I, uh, yeah. I won my first contest at the. Nice. Um, yeah. The fair, the Arizona fair. I painted a Kachina doll in watercolor, nice. and I won at a blue three? ribbon. Which one? At three. Dude, that's awesome. My Which? mom took me to the fair, the Phoenix, the Phoenix fair. Which know. Kachina yeah. doll? Uh, it was the the Sun Dancer. Oh, so very cool. Nice. I have a couple. I have my family has a couple of Kachina dolls, and yeah. it's, it's just the Hopi it's something. Sun Dancer. Yeah. yeah, it's it's in the Hopi culture. The the dolls are what they are. They're dolls for children. Well, these ones are a little bit more detailed and complex, but these what they represent is just um, our deities, yeah. and some of them are more abstract and are used for playthings. But some of the more detailed ones are just pieces of art yeah. and just in yeah. you know in the home to represent these deities that you respect and love. And to me, so, it was in the home. Yeah. Um, so then, my, so then, I grew up with it. Yeah. So yeah. that as a, so so that as a person, a creator like uh, Jay would uh, just you would say, or a person that's like. Uh, tied down to its art, right? Mm-hmm. So I tell my I tell my assistant like you have to be able to to be smart and detach yourself, yeah, uh, and be smart and be, detach yourself from like the feeling. Okay, what does that mean? That means that your beer sucked. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, but what does that mean? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, you know, but you have to be able to detach yourself from that feeling and kind of mm-hmm. go forward and go forward and go forward. So, in that sense, when you're making that that doll, mm-hmm. you know, or not, I'm sorry, not not that doll, but or Jesse's artwork. Right. Is all right. A yeah, representation yeah. of something that goes deeper than yeah. the human for psyche sure. than the for human sure. spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And at three years old, I was already I know. there. Already Seriously, there. Already there. Yeah. Like at three years old. I my mother for yeah. that. Well, how did you choose that? She, number one. She, like, how did you choose that as the? It's as absolutely, the piece? my mother. So that's the, the yeah. initial inspiration. Okay. Maybe comes art from the mother. I'm, I'm a mama's boy. Facts. Instead of yeah. having video games set up, I had an art table set up. So my oh, mother wow. did artwork, and next to her, she set up an art table for me so that I could mimic what she was doing. Yeah. She painted kachina dolls and Indian pots and feathers and really wonderful things. Um, abstract while at the same time surrealistic. Beautiful. So that spilled into my world, and I created... Um, you know, all the way up into my teen years, and there was, you know, life got in the way. I won't get into the boring details of it, but life certainly got in the way, and it wasn't until that I told you not to make me cry on this fucking podcast, you dick. I can't help it, dude. I can't help it. But, uh, you know, it, it, it. You guys share a lot of things together. It was hard. It was hard to be here in, 19, in 2001 in the downtown, you know, area, and uh, First Friday, because it was called First Friday for some reason, not Art Walk. Or the was walk. that you're doing, Jesse? Actually, it was called call the Art Walk. Or? Hell, you know, I, I mm-hmm. asked the city if they could call it Art Walk, and they were like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, Jesse. it was like weird. I was like, "What?" Sure, Art we'll walk. listen to but you. First Friday, you know, I was like, um, <laughs> "What? Are, what remember, tangent are we on right now?" I don't we're know, on so 19, many tangents, but I remember, it's okay. You are the 1983 Kachina Doll State Champion. So, 85, yeah. 85. <laughs> Get it correct. Oh, well, actually, 88 is when I got that. Dude, how old are you? I was born in 85, so the first time that I ever experienced anything, you know, from the art world was after three years old. And it was something that I felt was going to continue through the rest of my life, but it didn't. Yeah. It took a hiatus. And it wasn't until I came into my more formative years that I knew artwork was going to be part of my life. Um, you know, life gets rocky. Shit happens. Let's be real. You've all watched Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's right. That's, <laughs> That's a good way to downplay it. <laughs> like we've all watched Forrest Gump. 
<laughs> and so from that, I decided not to fail. I decided to be yeah. successful. I decided to embrace what had been given me, mm -hmm. which is an eccentric, colorful way of looking at the world and being able to incite passion in nice. others. And that was something learning I realized from, from a hardship. young age. You're yeah. learning from hardship, and that's a fact. So yeah, anybody man. listening right now, let me, let me tell you this. You're all human, so you can all relate. The hardest things in our life will teach us the most about the world. Fuck yeah. Take it and move forward and make the best of it. Mm -hmm. There is no lemon that you are given in life that is so sour that you cannot make lemonade from it. And if you've watched This Is Us, Man, then that you should, know that's a yeah. reference. That, sh that should be. <laughs> that should be a T-shirt. I, I haven't <laughs> seen that, but I love that. Dude. That's I, a, a T-shirt right there. That's <laughs> you right there. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> What it comes down to is really just portraying what's inside of you. And I think that is, again, the relationship that bonds artists and brewers. Because any can of beer that you pick up that you don't know intimately, why are you picking up that can of beer? Yeah. Because there's an artist that created that call that is reaching out to you to pick up that can of beer yeah man yeah all right so that is why there's something special between artists and brewers because the attention to detail the attention to craft the passion the need to create something for a community and not for a selfish purpose is what puts those two people in the same category yeah that's that's beautiful words for like and that's leadership you yeah. know that's yeah. being that's being able to say no when I have to, yeah. I mean, how many times? How many times? How many times do you think? Jer right. yeah. How many well, times? Hear more about that. Well, how many times do you think Jesse has said no to people? Probably a ton. And of that hurts him. him. Yeah. Right. Or at least he teases us. But guess what? It raises his game up. And then yeah. The next person's gonna be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to make time for you. That's grow. That's mm -hmm. growing in his own profession. That's growing. That's going in his own professionalism. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. so oh no no! Go, I mean, I just like I'm very I'm very. Growth is like, growth is uh, growth is not spelled out. You know, there is no way already to follow. There's a road to be made. Yeah. And, and if you're a creator, you make the road. You don't follow a road already. So. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from from my perspective. I mean, again, it's like where I just do this podcast where I bring in people that like just tell me and divulge about how they got started and how they, you know, why yeah, they do what they do and why it's so important to them. And that was the whole point of our podcast was to help people understand outside of just the two of us sitting down at a microphone, understand why they do what they do and why it's so important for them to do that one thing. Because at the end of the day, every person here sitting at this table or hearing this episode has a story that needs to be told. And it's fair. It should be fair to everyone to allow them to tell their story. And that's why I did what I did for my podcast is because at the end of the day, I just was so astonished that all of these business owners didn't have an opportunity to go out and tell their story. And that's, that's not fair in the sense of business, in the sense of um, just life in general. So yeah. when I heard a podcast tell me, do your thing. And I was like, well, my thing is getting to know people, getting to understand. Yeah, getting, their, getting deep, getting, in, to, getting yeah. deep in the trenches. Yeah, exactly, of what and understand and ask, and ask yeah. them why, why, yeah, believe, why you, yeah, yeah. why, why you to do this one thing. I was chosen, so, bro. So I was it's, chosen. It's fun for me to like yeah. be here with you guys. It's, well, yeah, that's a really good point, and and that's kind of what has become the essence of this podcast. Is like I'll get forty five minutes into a conversation, and then I'm like, oh shit, you guys make beer. Let's talk right with our with ours that we did. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the beer much yeah. up until about forty five minutes into it. Yeah, it just it just also shows commitment, and we go back to that one word, professional, right? Right. Remember yes. I told you showing up. What's the difference between you and that guy over there? Is that yeah. you showed up every day, right. all the time? You were doing it. You were doing. It, you were doing. Whether it. you felt like it or not, you just, whether that was yes. twenty minutes or five or whatever, but you were yep. still doing it and doing it over and over. So yeah. that's the commitment, and that's the commitment that shows a lot in uh, just artistry, just mm. being able to get up every day and say, well. This Wednesday wasn't the best fucking day, yeah. but guess what? Next Wednesday, got another one. Got another yeah. one going on. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's the commitment of you showing up and doing it over and over again, becoming that expert, becoming the master of that of that thing. Yeah, well, I mean, and that goes back to Jesse, right? So you've, as an artist, right, um, you've got that idea in your mind, right? So for me, 
early on, I like to draw. I love to draw. My uh, obviously grandmas are our our biggest fans always. And she's like, I don't know why you didn't keep drawing. So oh, my your grandma thing, was your biggest fan. My big, yeah, she was. I mm. uh, wish, wish I <laughs> wish my grandma would have heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so um, and but there are things that like I experienced early, and and I'm not trying to say that I'm an artist at all, but I love drawing. And the thing that frustrated me most, and I try to to teach this to my daughter, who was blown away by Jesse. Uh, last weekend at Helio Basin, she's like, "This guy does art." Because I took her to that, she's like, "He does art for a living." I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, she was looking at you with like those Googly eyes. Of eyes. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, she was. <laughs> and so I told her, I said, it's "You know, from me, I said, Dad used to do. I used it's to draw the mohawk. The mohawk. Can I see it was, your mohawk, dude? Oh yeah. You mentioned uh, it not with, uh, not uh, with the headphones with the on right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my frustration always was. What, how can I get in my mind on paper? And when I couldn't translate this to this, it was like, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. So that's why I try to teach her. I'm like, you'll get it. You just practice. You practice. So, so for you. Show you, up. Did he show up? Yeah, right. And is that, is that what it is? I mean, for you, like, how do you get, what's in your mind? Was it instant? Was it just natural instincts or was it, did it take a lot of time to get that? I've been working at it for Three a long old, time. Dude. And I will say that even as an true. artist, even today, no matter how practiced I am, the idea that's in my mind now, because as an artist, I'm always progressing. Um, it's always difficult to get that concept from what's actually inside of you yeah. to an expressionable form that is decipherable by other people. It's extremely difficult. Um, yeah. I, I truly believe that being a creative, uh, which is what I call artists, uh, is the most difficult thing to do in the world because this is a world that is swallowed up by autonomy and automation and simplification not even self-perception it's it's about simplification and um, whitewashing and well, I mean, shortcuts I mean, and I mean, taking things out of the yeah. the what brings depth to being a human and so that's why artisans creatives are so sought after you know why do we put actors so high on a pedestal because they can pretend to be something that we can't yeah what 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 are all those games you play as a kid mm -hmm. pretending to be all those things you're just as great as an actor as any of those people that are on screen yeah. same thing with beer who brews your beer the people from your community and that, and the that people comes the people that build your buildings, the people that pave your streets, the people that deliver your mail, those are the people that brew at home to the point where they feel that they can put something out that not just their friends and family will enjoy, but that a community will enjoy. And it's the same way it goes with an artist. They start producing art for their family and then their friends yeah. and their people that say, hey, you know, maybe there's something more Absolutely. to just your drawings and your sketches. You know, maybe you can come over and do something for me. And it, before you know it, it turns into something that becomes a career. Yeah, the man. first mural that I painted was never intended to be my career winning <laughs> mural. I literally had it on a bucket list. Paint one mural. mural. Yeah. One. That's Is all it takes. One. That's all Absolutely. it takes. Just yeah, take yeah. it takes one. Painting that mural gave me opportunity. I mean, people were asking me to come and paint their walls before I had even gotten to a halfway point. I was getting interviews from magazines. I was being touched on from portions of the community that I had never connected with before. Artwork instantaneously propelled me to a, a, a vector that I didn't e yeah. expect. Mm -hmm. yeah simultaneously combined with that is you enter into the political field whether you choose to or not yeah. as an artist you are making a statement and, and yeah. whether you call that Stick politics or it. not it, having yeah. an opinion in a public forum yep. is technically politics and so I, oh, I immediately I, I don't, when your voice is yeah. your yeah. tool of choice oh trust me I I 
every time I go on the podcast, I know that no matter what I say, someone's going to have an opinion on it. And that's at the end of the day. I mean, as artisans, like you were saying, I mean, that's that's the life we live. That's exposing yeah. something and being criticized by it and having that adversity. Like, just, like, like you said, just opened up like box. Said, let me tell you. And then come in. Let me tomorrow. tell you. Putting your shit out there and having it rejected yeah. is oh. the hardest shit you'll ever have to deal with as an oh. artist. Dude, yeah. you lived through that more than I have I, lived through yeah, it. And it's because rough. it's like it's rough. rough. When How you do you put deal with that? Out there, like, how do you? Because you're, you're like you, you're like you show man, up, you show it. up, dude. Again, you no, show up again. It's not it. just about that. It's not just about showing again. up. You do it again. No, it's not about that. It's like about it's having. Part. Honestly, you need to have people in your corner because if you, are, I, I want to hear from the strongest person in the effing world right. that never had anybody to tell them that hey, it's okay. Mm. All right, because the fact is, even Genghis Khan had a motherfucking bitch tell him. But that means... It's okay. Probably a lieutenant right? or someone. Or a friend. That means... Yeah. Or some that motherfucker means, to say, hey, it dude. Could change. It could be different. Maybe it's cool. Maybe, maybe not run the entire if, world. Okay, just take if, over half of China. Right, right. just so abortion. I'm going to be a thick guy right here. But what if you're surrounded by a bunch of yes men? Yeah. What if, you, what if you're not really that great? But you're surrounded by a bunch of no, yes men. No. Then you'll not never every be that person great. is I don't know. surrounded. Are you? Right? No. Are you gonna you accept yourself listen. and say no? I'm not, not that great. every I'm person like, is over, surrounded over. by only yes men. Not every person, but what they if you are? They are surrounded though? by 99 percent that and one percent mm-hmm. somebody's Absolutely. gonna tell you the and truth. There, there has to be that level and of that saying, is where good, that. honest artwork and craft comes from. Is be I mean, it's the same thing too. Yeah, any any great ruler of the world has a great woman behind him, right? Absolutely. And that's not to say yeah. that it's a it's a sexist kind of thing. But what I'm saying is, you need to have someone in your corner yeah. that calls you out on your shit, absolutely, and commends you on your successes. Do you want to say hi to your wife right now? Hi, wife. Thank you so much. <laughs> same, here, same here. I want to give that shout out to you. All right. Hi, well, baby. Well, literally, thank baby. you so thank much. You. Literally, literally, my fiance really is like right it. behind you. That's what I love. Producer, producer first. There's not a day. There's not a day <laughs> that walks a, by. No, and no, says, no, no, no. It is a fact. It is a fact that that the, the humans, the, the reason that we put anything out into the world is because we want reconciliation for that. We want to hear back about Some it. Kind of feedback, yeah. Yeah. We need to hear feedback. And so, the individual that's attempting to do that, he has instantaneous feedback from the person who's with him to tell him, "Yo, that's awesome." or yo that sucks yeah, yeah. and so that person the the unsung hero of almost every hero in history is the person that really is the, is is the ingredient that really lends to greatness yeah. um, lends to motivation to lends pushing, to passion to lends to pushing yeah. because yeah. and that's not to say that there aren't people out there that can push themselves no. so hard that that's possible but from my perspective I have relied on the aid of others, um, from friends, from family, from from people that I have come to love, yeah. uh, in a way that has supported me to create things that are substantial in our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because if you don't have love, why would you give it? Yeah, exactly. Right? Why would you be vulnerable enough to express right? it? Why like, would you want to share that with the yeah. world if you don't have it? Like exactly. Bob, if you haven't said, experienced Bob, it, you love yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And if I you love- can then they'll be able to dish it out. Yeah. Well, I want to know from your perspective, I mean, where where does the critics come for you, like the negativity? Is it just like, do you guys, like, do, as a brewer, do you guys ever get a chance to, like, go to the front and, like, kind of hear perspective this from, like... This is directed like, at uh, Omar because Jesse just had to go pee. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I want to hear from you, Omar. Like, I want to I want to understand, like, as a brewer, because you're back there a lot. Right. And when you experiment you have to kind of be vulnerable enough to be like, okay, I'm going to try this yeah, today. Man. And then yeah. where do you get your feedback from? Do you get it from your uh, co- co- cohort my right co- there? My cohort. Hey, Matthew. Yeah, man. Do you get it from him or do you get it from like a... a I get a big deal from him. I, 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 I am blessed to have people that are around me that are not that social bubble, yes, men kind of type of mentality. Okay. They always want the best from me. And if it's not the best, they question me and they say, hey, dude, this is not the best. What's up? Yeah. And it's up to me to maintain myself into a true like state of mind and saying i need to perfect this shit or do it better just make it better you know um yeah, absolutely most of the most of the critics obviously are online most people okay talk about so i was style. curious like how yeah. do you how do you like get range that like yes i love this particular beer yeah. yeah but we also fall into that i mean i can make you one of my yes men right okay away. yeah right I can make you like, hey, dude, taste this. Oh, I'm, yeah. by, by, I'm Omar in the brewery here, blah, blah. Yeah. And if you're at the floor, you'd be like, oh, man, I love this beer. It's so awesome, blah, blah. But in reality, it's shit, mm. right? Okay. So, yeah. you're, so now you're inflicted into my game, my I, personal, like, 
yeah my situation and um so you get that a lot but then again you find somebody else it's like you taste they taste the beer and they're like oh man this is not good yes is that more from like a professional standpoint like people who just know craft beer a lot a little bit more no it's it's a mix really it's a okay. mix it's kind of like a test for trial trial by test but really thing you know you i get it you find people that are just fans of beer and cool. you get that just, in the art world too. Just the fact so that you're a brewer, there's like, two oh, perspectives. Shit, you get the yeah, the wisdom perspective yeah. that comes from years of Experience. tasting and doing looking at art, whatever it is, yeah. doing it. And then you also get the perspective of the individual that comes onto the scene that thinks they know yeah. what they're talking about, and, they know and all so his they make all the statements and whatever that they want to make about it. When the fact is. They don't really know. Why is it always the one who, you know, just hasn't had the years of experience that kind of shouts the loudest? It's ego. It's the ego? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I mean you're going to get, you're gonna get right? a lot of that in the brewer world and the art Absolutely. world, too. You're going to get yeah. a ton of ego okay. and bravado. And I think that, again, too, one of the beautiful things that I really try to embody, and it's, you know, it's not always true, but in the brewers world i've heard it often said that there is a heavy community here you know if you need to borrow equipment or you need some extra hops or you need like hey what did you do with this that generally that information is available yeah. oftentimes with artwork it's the same way it's like hey man i need a color or i need a wall a or brush, like or whatever brush, it you know, is like, like a, yeah. Yeah, just connections in general yeah. with the art world and the brew world kind of seem to be the same everybody wants to get there together it's about creating a more colorful vibrant community for everyone and not for just yourself the end game there's less selfishness yeah. in these creative communities that are bent on passion and creating rather than generating uh you know a more you know a bank yeah. account whatever it is and yeah. some of us are lucky sure. for example i know people like if i know you and um you know if jesse said hey man this beer the hops are just not for me i get this off flavor i guess in that i know jesse jesse's been around breweries yeah. he knows what the fuck he's talking about yeah it's cool but yeah. if you hear it from me, it's a little different. I'm a real gangster, dude. I'm going to fucking investigate you. I'm going to look you up. The I'm going to do all this Jose? shit. <laughs> well, yeah, what's going on, Jose? I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, it comes, down, it comes saying, from that person. Saying. So it really does reflect yeah. on how deep does Jesse want to go. And I'm sure Got that it. whoever, if he takes a criticism, importantly, yeah. it has to be from one of his mentors. Somebody, somebody he looks both, up. Both ends. Like you taking any advice from me is only because I feel comfortable right. enough giving it. And Right, right. Yeah. I, well, I mean, as a as a as a guy who knows beer, I wouldn't walk into a brewery where nobody knows me and be like, "Oh, your uh, cops are a little over <laughs> this." Or that. Did Let you me speak to your brewer. Bring him up front. What's wanna, your yeah. water content like? You know, I <laughs> how do you do purify everything? Right, right. Yeah, you'd be kicked out of that place. You'd be jazzy jade out of that. So if he was like, spot right, yeah, you so know. If he was like, so if he was like, not even, you know, in the in the mix, I'd be like, "What yeah. the hell? Like, this guy doesn't know anything about, you know." But yeah. again. I know Jesse, and he's been around, and now he's a he's been around. beer labor guy. He's been around at the good nice. let, let me ask you this, Jesse. I mean, you've done you've, clinic. you've been you've been doing the art world he's for a free. while. I want to know, like, what's your like, what's your routine as far as like the year as like laying out for your? Do you lay out any ideas for your pieces? Do you have like goals to set? Is there anything for you to like kind of makes up your calendar for the year or anything like that? Do you schedule stuff or oh, is it all yes. creative? Oh, I schedule. Um, so I believe in scheduling. All of you that are listening to schedule the planning, shit out of your life. Planning. Okay, plans are, are the jokes of the universe, okay? Schedule what you can and let the universe make their plans, okay? So my whole deal is I started recording my art sales in 2011. I paid for my honeymoon uh, in 2012 based nice. on the art sales that I made in 2011. Ever since then, I've been recording every piece that I make and every sale that I make, where it goes, what size it was, how much it sold for, who it goes to, nice. everything. Diligent about that kind of stuff. Sweet. Pay very close attention to my clients. Those are the people that get the first dibs on any piece that goes out. And Jesse's it's something that, oh, it, you right? want to know what yeah, it is, motherfuckers. That's a thank great question. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm genuinely curious because someone who produces as, as high quality as I you know do. how much I want to make in a year um, based on what I made the previous year. Okay. I have doubled my art sales every single year since I started selling artwork. And if and again, again, in this city, now that it's a level rising, if you don't have that type of mentality, you're not going to make it anywhere. If you don't have a goal, yeah. th if you don't have a target, then you'll never be able to hit 
get it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I agree. Well, that's, I think that's the problem that artists have a lot, right? Is they have the artist mentality, but they don't have the business mentality. Same thing with breweries, right? So now we're jumping yeah. into the business aspect. So I have known many artists that have been able to create some of the most beautiful paintings that you've ever seen, but you will never see them because they don't know how to get those pieces out there. Part of what I did in high school was take business classes. Now, cool. my force away from the art and creative world was one of my biggest blessings. I learned how to become an entrepreneur, how to sell myself, and how to become a brand. I worked for hotels. I literally trained people on how to sell a brand, on how to be a brand, eat, live, sleep, breathe a brand. That's literally what I do every day. Every time I speak, every time I spend my money somewhere, yeah. okay, it's not even about what I say, it's about where I go, is my brand. Um, I like that. I like live 100%. and breathe 100%. yourself. Yeah. All right, if you believe in something, don't, like, if you, if you believe in craft beer, don't buy Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's a 100%. simple fact. Yeah. All right, yeah, you dad. know, like, live your, yeah, dad, like, live thyself, you know, know thyself. That's the number one rule in, in uh, Greek spirituality, know thyself. Yeah, yeah. And, and also taking yourself serious, you know, like knowing that you're going to take out. yourself seriously. Yeah. I completely agree. You are not a joke. I am not a fucking joke. No, not the at fact all. is, I'm, I draw cartoons, but I'm not a fucking joke because those cartoons Nigga mean something. Yeah. yeah, I get paid for it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no, no. It sounds horrible because we're in a sense of capitalism, but at the same time, it's like, look at what we're doing. He's doing his dream job. I mean, I'm every, doing my dream job. We're everyone, doing the dream like, yeah. job. Yeah. Like, if I can get to it, dude, bro, I wasn't the Okay, but you know, like and this is one of the things I love to, to talk to about yeah. when everybody says, yeah. hey, what are you doing? You're living the dream. You're living your dream job. How much work does it take you to get a good night's sleep to where you dream? 85 hours. How much? A lot. A lot. That's how much it takes a to lot. get to work your dream job. It takes all the same work that it takes to get you a hard night's sleep. Yeah. So, so what let I me was, it, it took me many years, and it wasn't until about 2005. 15 that I decided I wanted to start painting murals. Yeah. I had done canvas work, um, commission work, lots of different things here and there, but really defining myself as an artist being a muralist didn't happen until 2015 uh, in May. It was all prepping you to become Well, exactly that. And I think you look at a lot of people's careers where it's like, hey, they're successful later in life. What did you do? You worked three or four or ten other jobs that gave you the education yeah. that you need that's what i've been trying to, to tell right a lot now. of people on our podcast the summation of where you are now is from all of your past experience summation is the perfect word um i am a summation of every job that i've worked of every person that i've met mm -hmm. of every concept and artisanal idea that i've collected because phoenix is a wonderful space and if you look at what phoenix is phoenix is in a desert if you look at some of the greatest artists of the of history yeah the work that they painted was in a desert they're surrealists so the desert is kind of the the, the option to explain what's yeah. happening in the human psyche sure. making phoenix the perfect backdrop to explaining what's going on in the world right now and uh it, it gives me nothing but inspiration to live and breathe the dusty sunshiny yeah. it's air definitely it's here. definitely a good time to be in phoenix to be an artist it's a great a time to be in phoenix right now this yeah. is where things are happening yeah. uh we're a hub for culture we're a hub for art we're a hub agree. for food we're a hub for beer i mean literally we're a top 10 city in the u.s yeah, and that yeah. puts us in you know the the top percentile of the world yeah. phoenix is a great city to live in despite Bite the sunshine. Um, <laughs> in fact, sunshine. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Three hundred days of sunshine and heat. You know, let's be let's be real. When people think of Phoenix, they think like, oh God, like it's you know, skeleton stuck to cactuses. But the yeah. fact you is, get ready, dude. You get ready for it because they will be. Phoenix hot, is yeah. of a special breed. You need to be able to take it. We're like cactus. We've got a thick skin, spiny, but when you get into our innards, it's we're juicy, sweet. juicy, <laughs> and sweet. I love it. I, I love, love that yes. description. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, so it's been a blessing, really. Um, since 2013, I painted my first piece on Paws on Third Street and Roosevelt. Nice. It exploded after that. Um, that wall has been described as the reason people move to downtown Phoenix to me. Um, Danielle Fouché, the gal who does Phoenix Mural Project, the reason she moved to downtown Phoenix is because of a piece that I painted on that wall. 
Um, That's cool. It's really been a phenomenal experience because being a muralist was not my end game. It wasn't my goal from being a young child. I want to be a baseball player, I think, was uh, like... But I mean, think yeah. about this. Think about <laughs> this. He's looking at me uh, for like confirmation. I, 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 I'm like, yeah, yeah. Didn't you want to be a so. cop? Yeah, yeah. Think baseball about it. You did. Yeah, you Dude, think about it. Right. Jesse, has you know. been, Jesse has been there since the modified arts was the modified arts because there was nothing there. That's Wait, the that? only no, no, no. the modified arts. Was I've been that? here since before then. Okay, my okay. I'm saying my like, PE coach ran the Olympic torch through Patriot Park when Patriot Park was still was Patriot, Patriot Park. Park yeah. Okay, That's I crazy. went on field trips to where Cityscape is standing right now when it was a park when... Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Um, This is my town. This is my city. I was born in Prescott, raised in Phoenix. I've seen it happen. Nice. And again, I tried to escape, but the end game was giving gifts back to the city, and it has repaid me. Okay, so now we've we've gone through the history. We've Mm. talked about business. Sorry for for hog like, right. it. <laughs> I want to I want to know I want to know what what's upcoming for you. Like I really want to know because understanding you're you're bringing it out. You're saying we're up and coming. We're we're fighting the good fight here in Phoenix. And there's a lot of things that people need to take note of here. What do you say is going to happen in the next ten years or so Ooh. for you, especially, and then also for the community at large because. If you see a lot of the things like uh, DACA or any other kind of political things that are going on with Phoenix, there's a lot of momentum. I mean, infrastructure is going up. We're seeing the light rail expand. Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you, are you, what, what are you? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Because for someone who has established themselves here as their base, I mean, it's important. You want to make an effect on Phoenix as just as much as Phoenix has made an effect on you. Where do you see it? Where, do, where are you? Excited? So there's two main things that really plug into that question. One is the fact that Phoenix is literally a city that has been boycotted countrywide due to its particular stance, stance views, on poli- yeah, yeah. political views. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that it has been quoted that Phoenix will become an unlivable city by the year 2050. So yes, in sir. 2016, the city council. Uh, initiated eight movements to create a city that will be livable by the year 2050. Um, Huge park expansions, huge bicycle lane expansions. We're talking green roofs. We're talking water conservation. We're talking shade structures. We're talking massive changes to this city and this state to incorporate a livable structure within the next few decades, which is actually being infiltrated by... From, from a citywide structure. They took it serious enough that the city council is making these changes. It's huge. I, I, I can attest to that because in my day job, I'm a landscape architect, so I have to go to these meetings yeah, and are. just like, I understand <laughs> that like that infrastructure is now being put in place. And I'm just, for me, how as a citizen and a person who partakes in a lot of the culture, what can I do individually to help make sure that that, those things stay in place. Oh, absolutely. And I think it really, it's supporting local politics, it's paying attention to what's happening in your city. Phoenix is a great city to pay attention to what's happening. It's not quiet. You know, there's lots of stuff happening and your voice literally makes a difference. I, I had the pleasure of chiming in on the air traffic that flies directly over my house. Mm-hmm. Guess what's being changed? Air traffic. <laughs> Oh, I got that email. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, I chimed in on yeah, that. Yeah, there you exactly. go. But I mean, awesome. it, you have the ability to really change and alter the infrastructure of how Phoenix operates. Wow. Uh, and being an artist does give me a particular platform to indicate things that might be of more importance than others. Uh, and so I really attempt to use that platform to the best of my ability to express the needs of the city uh, and what's happening within the community. To, to really express what, you know the needs of the people because that's what it's all about. I love at, Phoenix. I at the same time, at the same place. time, we're fighting with a big. Um, I don't want to say a red state, but I want to say a state that has a lot of ties to tradition. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So at the same time, Jesse is fighting against a culture of people. Like people think a certain way. Me, well, I would fighting. disagree that I'm fighting against them. I'd say that I'm really working more with the traditions of culture and really trying to emphasize the incorporation of what is it important of our past versus what we will have to incorporate 
moving forward. Mm-hmm. Artists are notorious throughout history for being the individuals that connect the engineers with the visionaries. Mm-hmm. And I believe that uh, you know we have a handful of people, maybe two handfuls of people that are really making that voice and that tone heard in this city. Phoenix is a paramount city, top 10. Top 10. In the country. Yeah. We're movers, we're shakers. Locationally, there's something about us. And the people that are here are special yeah, and they're like game that feeds, changers. I feel, that, I feel that that feeds into a big, complex state. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that all that ties into a big, complex state. You can look at other states and really look at conflict. Uh, Arizona's a Wild West state. Absolutely. We're very fortunate. We yeah. have a lot of we freedoms here. There's a lot of leeway no here. There's a lot of like, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, and I can speak directly to that from an art standpoint. Um, I don't have to ask the city to paint a wall. I don't have to run a sketch by them with color by color. This is what I'm right, getting from Home right. Depot, whatever. Yeah. Does n- it's not like that. Yeah. All right. There's our, our plenty of laws, other cities in Mesa and like things like that. Here, very, very know? different. So that's okay. good. That's yeah, good from absolutely. your perspective and your oh, perspective. Oh, compared to yeah. like other states, maybe like in the East Coast or somewhere else. It's got to match like color to, like, scheme and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah. And that brings stuff good and bad. You know? Yeah. So how did you get involved with beer? Like, because you've you've been you said three like breweries. Beer. Yeah, I mean that's, <laughs> that's but so you did the mural here. I did the I, mural here, yeah, uh, yeah. which was such a pleasure. It's uh, a twelve foot high by thirty six foot long mural that indicates every element of the beer brewing process. You can fucking test me. Um, <laughs> Dang. Oh yeah, you can. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, since then, I've had the opportunity to paint several other breweries, including additional pieces here at Mother Bunch, as well as doing some beer can design. But it's absolutely infused me into the beer community, which is something that I feel is an integral part of community in general. You need a brewery. You need that local spot that allows people to come relax feel comfortable feel safe uh unwind and and where have a, everyone knows, knows your, your name, name. Yeah, absolutely how many shows are based on beer how many things are based on beer i mean you can really look to the history uh, of america look to the history of the world and see communities around the importance beer. Yeah. that beer has played so you know artwork is really yes. the same way <laughs> artwork gives a voice to a community and beer gives a place for that voice to to start to be to, heard, to, to be be heard. heard. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely it's a venue, it's uh, a venue. so they, yeah. they really go hand in hand yeah, and absolutely. it's one of those things that i i kind of feel like the universe just put us together it wasn't something that I sought out. I didn't. I didn't say to myself, "Fuck, I want to paint beer because I want to get some." In ten free years, beers. I want to be a beer, be a beer, you know? a beer artist. Yeah, yeah that wasn't the thing that I, I. I didn't say to myself, "Oh man, that ballast point can is so tight. I want to design <laughs> shit like that." You know, like that wasn't my end game. I think it was really a, a natural kind of function that you you go from like, "Hey, this guy wants something painted," to "This guy wants something painted," to like, "Hey, you want to paint." something that involves sure. beer yep. oh man and when you when you get as a painter when you get to paint something that you're like oh yeah like awesome you know yeah. like then that's where the just like the extra stuff really kind of comes out uh the, the the fun stuff the putting the extra effort and attention to detail yeah when sure. it wasn't paid for you know like yeah, those yeah. kinds of things really lead into a solid piece of artwork and nice. I mean, it's not to, to be one way or the other. It's it's just saying when somebody's passionate about something, they are going to put a greater thing. effort into they making make sure that, that it comes out yeah. done right, Absolutely. period. Yeah. And beer happened to be one of those things for me. And I'm very blessed that I have had the opportunity to work for so many breweries and uh, am going to continue to work for breweries. But I'll say as far as looking to the future, I started delving into computer design, can design, which is very outside of my wheelhouse, very outside of my comfortability zone. I'm a painter. I'm a a DIY, do it by hand. So doing things on the computer for a long time for me, that was kind of like middle finger, you know, to somebody is like, ah. Shortcut kind of thing. It it, it felt very shortcut. It felt like you're not really an artisan. Because the there's some, it felt like the computer was the artist. Yeah. Honestly, it, is what it, it happened. Feels like so by numbers a yeah. Lot of the time. So once I, I actually started I getting into it, 
when you create a vector, now a vector is a, a, a black vector. computer sketch of an image that you've created, yeah, then man. you do start painting by numbers, but when you're doing it, you drew that. Yeah, you're doing it. You sure. made that in the computer, yeah. and all of a sudden there is this sense of accomplishment, this sense of achievement, like you have created a piece of artwork. Now, once you've created the image, it goes to print, it's accepted, and you see it on 10,000 cans of beer being <laughs> yeah, held in the hands yeah, yeah, of people. That, Tears come to your eyes. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it, 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 I've painted, painted, I've painted walls, you know, massive walls where, you know, you can have, Everyone can see uh, them, you know, you can have like, a thousand people standing in front of it. But when you see a thousand people holding something that you made, that's gotta be cool. 16 ounces of happiness, dude. Stop. Yeah. I mean, it absolutely makes your heart stop. Yeah, I get Seeing, it. I get it. And two, understanding as an artist the relationship between what it took to get that image onto that can right. and what's inside of that can is also the same amount of artwork that's yeah, on right. the exterior. Yeah. It makes you shudder. I mean, it makes what's you shiver. Inside of the can is just as important as what's on the exterior of the can. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, look at me, man. It's, <laughs> it it's this. It's it's and Love then it. the trifecta actually comes because it is a trifecta to drink beer. The trifecta happens when the individual who purchases the beer picks that can up, opens it, and drinks it. That's the third person that now nice. completes the artwork because I can draw all day long and you can brew all day long and we can make cans of beer all day long and it doesn't fucking matter yeah, if somebody doesn't drink it and enjoy exactly. it. Yeah, man. So add up it is, add up, well, out of the 100 other cans, they pick that one. That's where the trifecta comes in yeah. because you magically, spiritually pick. That's where your elitism yeah. comes in. But I think, there's, I think there's, if this is a word, quadfecta. Right, because then you keep the can, because there mm-hmm. there are do beers you? that do I buy that I Some buy. Do. I drink it and I'm like, I you can't throw this can away. Right, with the sure. with the Helio Basin, oh, beer the Fayuca Ryzen. Little little trick here: if you pour hot water into that can, it kind of melts the the glue. Mm-hmm. You can pull that off. You got a nice sticker. Nice. Yes. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Have you have so. seen my my fridge? It's all beer cans, dude. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, a fan, I'm a fanboy, dude. Yeah. I love my art. I love people's art. I love beer, obviously. Yeah. But I love what, what people represent in cans. Well, think, you know? of, think of, too, like, I mean, we were talking about it earlier with the um, the Mother Bunch podcast. It's it's the blue collar meets the artisan. Yeah. yeah, man. So if the blue collar worker is the person brewing the beer, who's drinking the beer? Yeah. Clearly the blue collar worker. Now, you've injected artwork into the blue collar worker's life he may have never been to a museum never been to a gallery never been to an art release and now all of a sudden you have a piece of artisanal craft work in his hand i mean that is that's bridging gaps Yeah, yeah man that is a huge change in the socioeconomic structure of a city a state the country, a scene, a scene, a scene yep. you yeah. name it. And so that is really where art and craft beer connect Kinda, in a way yeah. that's different than anywhere else, is yeah. you're putting art in the hands of people that don't know it's art. Yeah, right. And, it, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a process. I mean, you want to think about the idea. You want to go ahead and have an ending idea. I'm sure Jesse, in, in his art, he wants to have an, an ending sketch of what he's starting, you know? And as a brewer, it's like, I want to start this brewing process. I want to understand this grain. I want to understand that grain. I want to understand this hop and ultimately the water process. I mean, every, everything is a process and a, and a step. Yeah. So having an end picture and then nailing that picture, just saying like, oh man, I nailed it. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's, of. That, it's that thing I was talking about. It's awesome. Getting what's in your mind out to here. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, you don't have that unless you're competitive yeah. or not competitive, but passionate. Like right. just passionate about like, I want to get it right. Yeah, like I want to get this line. I'm sure Jesse's. Yeah. Yeah. You have to keep working at it. You uh, have yeah, to. You sure. have to. Be you sure. can suck yeah. at doing things and still want to do them until you get it right. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I, yeah. I I sucked at a lot of things uh, as an artist. I painting portraits is a really good example. Um, I'm. I was really terrible at painting portrait. I just didn't. I didn't understand it. I didn't right. get it. Right. I'm not a soft person. Mm-hmm. Portraits are soft. Yeah. Didn't get it until I was like, oh shit. I need to be soft. Yeah. 
Well, it, I mean, it's a matter of wanting to be a part of it. It's a matter of being passionate to do being more. Being committed, committed. It's a, it's a matter of commitment and, and, again, too, that feeds into the, the community concept, okay? Yeah. People who are community leaders, think about the people that lead your community. Yeah. Think about the people that, that run your favorite businesses or who are political figures that you would vote for. Right. Okay, those are people that put the extra work in, that put the extra dedication in, and it's not because they're getting paid. It's because they want to. And that's a part of being human. Now, whether you think that you don't have the passion or not, you're lying to yourself because the fact is you're a human being and you're a passionate individual. And if you were just to accept that, it's not even open your eyes or look to something. It's accept it. You're going to start to find those things in yourself. You're going to start to find the creativity, the artisanal, that craft brewer that is in every single person listening to this cast that right now. seeker it's a seeker it's dude. you it's a seeker dude. you have the ability right now yeah. Yeah. to open up a community and yeah. expose something that is needed push it right it. now push it on everybody else push it that's be what the beauty of being an artist yeah. and being be a, a brewer poker. is is you're john every man Okay. Yeah, man. Now you think an artist is somebody that's so far outside of the whatever that they're unachievable wrong they're just like you you're just like me. It's the same thing with a brewer. Just Why do you like breweries? Why do you like beer so much? Because it's you. You wake up tomorrow. Because it is yeah, who you are. Yeah. Because you wake up and it is reflected yeah. in you. You see yourself in that glass and of beer. And if you're true, if you're true to that passion, like if you're really true to that passion, everything else is just like pointing point apart. Like I have a big problem with my family because, or my my immediate family and my kids. I'm like, Dad, you're always about beer. I'm like. Well, son, fuck yeah, dude, because that's, that's, that's what I'm doing, you know? That's what we do. I, I hope that you actually say fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I can't. Well, I can't well son, I should say fuck yeah. Of course they did. Yeah, what Julie, man. The Julie came with a giant glass oh my pig gosh. filled with, That's like, part of the Pink Boots uh, pink Society. Jello. Pink Boots you know, Society? It's about 48 yeah, yeah. ounces. Do you, do you know the Pink Boots Society? Well, I no, I do not city. know. Oh, wow. I do That's not know about the Pink Boots Society. put a handle on that for Jesse? No. That's right. Yeah, where's the handle? <laughs> Jesse's going to drink beer out of that later. Wow. That's oh, incredible. Down. <laughs> It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yes. And if you don't know about the Pink Brewers uh, pink, Guild, pink boots, pink boots, the Pink yeah. Boots yeah. Brewers Guild, it is about educating women to promote, to promote their, their ability to brew beer because whether you knew it or not, women are the first people to brew beer because men had to go out and collect that shit. You know it, dude. That shit. You know it, dude. If men had to do it, it would never have happened. And women <laughs> sat around and watched I'll that tell, brew yeah. bubble I'll and, you, and come right to now. term. That's right. It smells good. It's good stuff. Looks so, Jesse. Yes, sir. What's what's on the horizon? What's yeah, next? What's absolutely so? I've got some really exciting things coming up with some breweries uh, in the near future. We've got a lot more beer cans coming up. We've got a lot more uh, beer related and food related artwork that I'm really excited about. I've also got one of the biggest murals in Phoenix coming up on uh, the I-17 in Buckeye. Now we've got lots of murals that are Ooh, really large in Phoenix. But uh, some of these murals that are coming up are literally some of the biggest pieces that exist nice. in the country. Uh, this piece is going to be over 20 feet tall, 175 Whoa, feet Jesus. wide. Wow. Like, yeah, we're gonna crush it. Uh, and that's like you know every inch covered in paint. Um, we've got some really cool corporate things coming up that are going to start to put... Sometimes you got to do a little put, bit of the corporate thing. Well, and I think a portion of that is corporate, it's, it's about raising awareness yeah. in the community I think, about yeah. what artwork not is. Not yeah, not yeah, not yeah, but hey, 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 look at Dr. Seuss, okay? Yeah. Dr. Seuss yeah. started in stamps, yeah, okay? Yeah. And then yeah. he became your children's book, all right? So it's all about like corporate. Yeah, I ain't afraid of corporate. All right, we have to rework corporate's ideas. Let me ask you... I want to ask you, like, what is that meeting like? Do you... I mean, like, because you are who you are, I mean, do they ever kind of, like, try and test you and, like, hey, you got to... <laughs> All the time. Every day. You got to every, every day. Every <laughs> day. It's a hustle. Every day, son. You got to... You, whether it's corporate or whether it's private or okay. whether it's a homie, you got to be on your guard because okay, they are going to be coming for you. That's a fact. Right. Um, know thyself is my number one piece of advice. Know yeah. how much you're worth. And honestly, be comfortable walking away from a job. Okay. Cool. Fact. 
I like that. Just I trusting mean, the gut. Trusting the gut. First job I ever like, had to walk away from was one of the best feelings I ever had in my life, knowing that I'm worth more than that, knowing that I don't want to work with that individual, knowing that I have standards mm -hmm. to stand by means Ooh. more to me than a paycheck. Uh, and that's up for you as an individual to decide. Um, weigh every job, every job. Find out if it is going to benefit you in one way or another. And do not stand by the fact that you're four years into your career and you should only be accepting this, okay? You need to look at every individual situation independently as its own thing. Yep. Make a decision based on that. Once you do that, you're going to have ownership of yourself. And uh, it's a great thing to have ownership of yourself. Let me tell you, it's, it's rough because it is a hustle. Every day is a hustle, man. That's a fact. But uh, once you're in it, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that smile. That, that's, that's a summary right there. That's the summary, <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful thing, it is, yes. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, Jesse, thanks for doing this, man. Thank you so much for Thank having you, me. It's yeah. such a pleasure to be here and share. And, uh, you know, I hope all of you artisans and creatives out there just keep going with the flow. Keep doing your thing. There's going to be haters out there, but brush them off. It's all dandruff. And guess what? In the end, it's all you, baby. Tristemente